Good afternoon and good evening. I'm Tito Labine, and this is the Impulse Show. And with me, as always, looking ripped and yoked, Jeffrey Keeble. Yo, what up? What's going on? Not, I think that's the nicest thing you said in our whole 32 episodes. You know what? I give credit where credit is due. Hey, thank you. Thank you. No matter how unsupportive it may be, (laughs) no matter how (laughs) challenging they may come across, I will always give support. And, right. and credit where credit is due. And mm-hmm. next to mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. always <laughs> looking beautiful and delicious, Lau Kibo. I, I'm on the same boat as you, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, like I said, that steak I, was overcooked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry that I'm not an enabler. <laughs> and I care about I don't you know guys. what you're talking about. And Jeffrey. I care about you guys. I got called an enabler this weekend, I think. I forgot where Did I was. Did you at. really? Yeah. By who? who would I go to the gas station with? I went with somebody and I was like, yeah, I support like a lot of things, no matter what it is. He's like, oh, so you're an enabler, huh? (laughs) (laughs) See, it's true. (laughs) All I want is the best for you guys. Do you, do you though? I do. do. I do. I feel like. I want the best for everybody. He is is looking ripped though. (laughs) I did ask Lyle. He did. I was like, Lyle, do I look skinnier or do I look like buffer? He's like, you look buff. And I was like, damn it, not the word I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. <laughs> You're looking thick with two C's. <laughs> so, no, I feel good, though. I feel good. Working out is starting to pay off a little bit. I'm taking my eating not so serious. So, yeah. But other than that. The only reason that I would work out is so I could throw around the heavier girls a little bit easier. But now, like... <laughs> I just I don't have the time to do that anymore. So I, I think that's why I've shied away because you're in love. Some of the heavier chicks because I know I can't toss them around anymore. You don't work out no more. You're in love. And you're in love. No, I. So after after the <laughs> season, it. after the vacation, dude, I just <laughs> I needed like I, I needed a break to what? just kind of chill for a second. Mm-hmm. Break from what? And from you running me ragged, bro. That's no, what I a break from. No, don't up go at there. six a.m. That's what I want to know. Buy what do you breakfast, need? A, what do you need and then we go from? to media. What and get yelled at? You <laughs> yell at destroy yeah. our confidence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Why am I here? It's like we're a piece of shit and we deserve to die young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. None of my clips being used. I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Yeah, like yeah, uh, for sure. Why like, is he saying you're in love? He is. I don't know why. Uh, with who? You know who? Oh, oh, I thought it was someone about, new. Are we talking <laughs> about half and half? Yeah. yeah. I thought. Uh, I thought it was, was someone it, new. Uh, Eric Bobber. I was uh, walking by. I think it was maybe Dirt City or Bark River. And when I was walking by, I think I was with Caleb. All of a sudden, here, like I hear half and half. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. And I turned, I looked at him and I didn't know who it was. And I started laughing. He's like, oh, no. he's like, oh, sorry about it. Like, I, if, if that's like personal private stuff, he's like, I won't say that. I was like, I mean, we share it. Like, so like, it's, it's not, I'm like, no, I'm like you can, you can hound me if you want. Like that's, that's fine. But just yeah. not on indigenous people's day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, just oh, not yeah. on indigenous people's day. Yeah. Oh yeah. People 
all our uh, Caucasian friends and fam. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Indigenous Day. Right? We are celebrating us. By giving I you took, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I had two personal holidays left to use, and I used one today. <laughs> I was talking to Jeffrey. More, more fitting. I said the same thing. I was like, I was like, he's not. I was like, why is he home? I was like, did he start his like new job? I thought that's what you started. Yeah, I and then you started your new job. I was like, he's not taking like Indigenous people's day off, is he? And he's going. <laughs> I was like, wouldn't that be funny if he did? <laughs> like that's why he's home. <laughs> I didn't even know it was Indigenous People's Day until uh, yesterday. I think. Oh, I oh. think my buddy was saying some. Where he's like, he's like, oh, tomorrow's like Columbus Day. I was like, what'd you say? And he goes, oh, sorry, it's Indigenous People's Day. I was going to say, we're colonized, like, uh, say yeah, Christopher yeah. I was Columbus. like, while I'm here, at least call it Indigenous People's Day. You can say Columbus Day when I leave. <laughs> yeah, when I leave. <laughs> but when I'm around you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't say that C word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Crimson Blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know what day to call it when yeah. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, we may lose a few. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some really big advocates for Chris are, are exiting right about now. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no, your fucking TikTok though. I'm just like this motherfucker. This is why he couldn't fucking. I honestly thought I was like, did he make this today? <laughs> God, I, like, I, see, I seen you in the fucking in the word the headdress and everything, and I'm like, yeah. and then you switched it to 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 the c word, and then I was like, <laughs> this dude, like he spends he takes this stuff way too fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> like, get a life. You got all wired up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? No kidding. Jeffrey's like, he's like, oh, I'm ready. I'm like, I'll be ready at noonish. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is why I'm not ready. I'm, I'm out doing TikToks. That's exactly uh, what I thought was going on. I, I asked Jeff for that. Uh, like, you think you made that shit right now? <laughs> no, I, I, I can usually make it pretty quick. I think that one, that one did take me like a half an hour, I think, to make. Cause yeah. you got, I had to like film everything mm-hmm. in, uh, in like the war paint stuff, change clothes. <laughs> yeah. Do change clothes. And then you got to like stitch it and edit, edit it together with like the, like make sure the wording and shit like matches yeah. up. Yeah. So I think what I had to do is I had to download that sound and then I had to Bluetooth it to my old iPhone. And then while I was recording, on one phone, I had the sound playing on the other, so I could match my like yeah. mouthing up with it. Yeah, man, that's a lot of. Man, so, you're a content creator, that's why. Yeah, that's, that's right there, right there. social media influencer. Yep. That's why we want. That's why we want you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hit him up. Hit him up on TikTok at Tito the Redskin. Uh, actually, actually, Tito the Redskin uh, was not allowed. What shocking! <laughs> yeah, on uh, on Instagram. Oh wait, it is uh, Tito the Redskin. Oh, I'm sorry. My my Venmo is uh, Tito Dash Levine Eleven. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to donate, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah if you want to donate <laughs> to my <laughs> terrible spending habits. <laughs> no, yep, Tito the Redskin. <laughs> I know, right? And uh, on the way over here, I was like just clicking through Instagram. I was like, oh shit! Like my phone's listening to me, and that wedding package came up. And I sent it to you, you're like, bro, that's a discount. That, that is a discount, <laughs> is, man. I mean, I mean like, I, someone it, needs money. It's probably expensive for around here, like where we're located. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, like for me, I was like, oh shit. Like I didn't even read the word discount. I just seen the price. And I was like, oh, that's a good price for around here. 
And you're over here, bro, that's a discount. I'm like, dude, that's more than the venue that some people pay for. Yeah, our cousin's getting married and her venue is five grand. Dude, eight hours of coverage. Yeah, that's a lot. That's being there all eight hours of coverage. Four to six minute film, which is great. Dude, 600 plus photos. Engagement session, drone footage. And uh, like that's that's like I guess everything you get. And this is offer expires ten ten, so you gotta have a deposit and sign contract. Like that's like uh, that's like a snap of the finger. Like you need it, like to commit to it, like right now, yeah, kind of thing. What do you think about? I mean, today's ten ten. Would you so, do? Would you do weddings? I'd do weddings. Yeah. So I guess that's uh, that's why I'm putting this out there too. Try to advertise oh, a little yeah. bit. Oh no, dude. <laughs> If you guys want weddings done by us, here we go. Here we go. You get to choose two out of the three of us. Yeah. Who do you want to come shoot your wedding? Yeah. We'll sit you down. We'll interview you. I'll interview you like I would any other driver. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so your body count's 38. Don't you think that's a little high? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little high to get to get uh, married. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Some, why now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why now? What happened? Yeah. You have some commitment issues. Yeah. I see. Yeah. What happened at number 37 that you wanted to commit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, right? <laughs> the real question is, who got away and why this person? It seems like there's a little out of your league right now. Yeah. <laughs> or be like, are you settling? No. Yeah. <laughs> are you the reacher or settler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like music. <laughs> yeah, make it all dramatic. Yeah. 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 Contrast all low. Yeah. <laughs> They could just like slow the whole thing down and put like talks clicking in the background when while he's thinking of an answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zoom in and he's like sweating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you want your wedding done by impulse, hit up Tito at Tito the Redskin. Uh, yeah. No. Just know. <laughs> we should just give you our password for impulse. Yeah. We're terrible at responding back. Yeah, Connor so, Barry asked me so, to use so a clip. Use a clip like five days ago, and we just I just answered him yesterday. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, go for it." Oh shit, did he? I haven't even checked. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like I'm terrible. Mine. I'm terrible. Yeah. It. So I, so I've heard. <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've been dedicated. I've been dedicated to lifting a lot lately. Yeah. So we'll just leave it up to you. I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll all be there, but you'll be more active. Yeah. You'll see it sooner than we will. You're the face of impulse. That's, that's you're the fun. All, that, that's all it is right now. Like, you're the like voice. if I had to rate us by the funnest natives in our little crew here, it would be Tito, Lyle, and me. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll agree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think he's a guy. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> I can argue when, that. When people <laughs> like, like at first, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, Jeffrey owns Impulse," and I was like, "Oh Lyle," and then you jumped in, and it was just like me and Lyle don't even exist anymore. You that's stop good. it! How dare you! For real. Oh, we will have to talk I, about this maybe like uh, off off air or whatever. <clears throat> but our conversation on, on the way to Milwaukee, that was fun. Did you like, like we that? We were talking about, huh? Did you like that? Oh, what? I did. did you yeah, like, did you like that. Did you like that? <laughs> did you like that? <laughs> like all, dude, all kinds of ideas and stuff. For dude, dude, I was, I like, was feeling it. Like, I'm still, like, I got a few uh, things on my computer. Mm-hmm. Designs. I asked I asked Mark too about like potential ideas and he was very uh, interested. So I mean I think who you know, don't say just Jaskowski. 
<laughs> yeah, Mark Jaskowski. No, that's the last person I want involved. <laughs> no, like as a as a person who would um partake in um oh okay yep. exchange of uh you know US legal tender. Yep, yep. So oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, I like that. But what have you boys been up to, man, other than lifting? It's it's been a hot minute. You guys done anything stupid, anything crazy? <laughs> He's really trying to go into this. Yeah, I think stupid. No, no, yeah. because, okay, I, I, I have not. I've not done anything crazy. I mean, I've, I've done. You've seen. You've seen. I've been living a normal life. Yeah, I mean, same here. I guess too. Like, like you said, it was. This is the time was like our relaxation time. We haven't done shit really. We raced a pit bike race, rode dirt bikes. Yep. Very sore after that. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a. Uh, Fall season, so I've been doing the white girl crazy pumpkin patches like crazy every weekend. So, yeah, that's I, I mean, I haven't been up to too much. I mean, lifting, being sad guy. Being uh, what else? Um, hanging out with the little guy, and then uh, we're actually working on Rush. I know we said October, but <laughs> obviously we are not learning the ins and outs of how difficult it is to... Are you fucking eating? Yeah, it must Holy not be good. He's spitting yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, what'd you have that you yeah. didn't like? Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought we could. I thought that's what we could do here on the show is, is yeah. just eat. Yeah, and directly near the microphone. Sorry. Wow. Oh, you're spitting it out. Why are you spitting? Oh, you're eating seeds. I was literally eating sunflower oh, seeds. Oh, I thought those noodles are like uh, look like wild rice. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, damn, must have, must not have cooked it all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking just spitting it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, other than that, uh, just been, um, yeah, we're working on production of Rush still. And uh, we're kind of sorry for the lateness of that. But again, after we don't have like many sponsors or like we're, we're glad that our fans are into it and everything. But, you know, it's hard to uh, not do stuff for free, but do stuff for free. Yeah. And, and and we yeah. obviously are passionate about it, but you yeah, know, it's but, just not like 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 it's not like high on the priority list anymore. Just because, like you said, it's for free. You know, like no one's paying for it but us. So if other things come up where we want to do, that's that's where I'm at at least. It's or, like I'm or, gonna go do that. Yeah, because it's not like we took in like a full break. We've been working here and there with other jobs and everything. So. Obviously, we're getting paid for that, so we got to get those as a priority. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, so, but we so, got the first episode done. Uh, well, done. It's all the <clears throat> it's all outlined and everything. We just need to color grade it mm-hmm. and all that fun jazzy stuff. So you're saying stuff that pays the bills is taking priority over a free project? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. But, <laughs> yeah. But our free project totally is badass. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like I said, the free project is pretty badass. Like <laughs> I'm excited for people to see this. So. Yeah, no, I I mean, like like we said before is, you know, we watched I watched that first episode and it was great. You always want more. And um, now that I oh, I guess, you know, we could always share this, but, you know, <clears throat> we'll get into it. But episode five, now that I'm going to have a little bit more time. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Did you guys? Oh, I thought you guys froze. No, we're listening. Oh, I, was, I, was, I was like this. I was straight up like <laughs> oh, zoned in. Yeah. I was like episode five. Yeah, yes, me too. Yes. <laughs> Keep going. I got to move my arm around a couple yeah, times yeah, still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every now and then, boys, you just got to move around. <laughs> got to move around. Um, no, now that uh, I'll have a little bit more uh, flexibility as far as like, uh, 
you know, working remote or being able to kind of work from anywhere, as long as I have a, a internet signal, um, I think there's going to be more flexibility there where I could potentially, you know, come over by you guys, or like you said, you let me borrow the laptop or, you know, you guys come over here or whatever it may be. Buy you a laptop. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think it'd be, I think that episode five is, is definitely more of a, it's, it's going to be a lot easier to do. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. That means no. if we just give you one of our laptops, like to have, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd probably, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm cool with the seven thousand dollar laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just go buy one of them fancier ones. I know those M ones. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Maybe I'll give you mine because my computer is going all slow for my. <laughs> you could have the shitty one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, like you said, that'd be cool. Not only you got a little bit of time coming up. Like you said, spend like a week here or like three, four days and then get the outline out and then send it to Jeffrey. Jeffrey can color it. Yeah. But uh, what, what have you been up to, Lyle? No, I mean, same. Like minus pumpkin patches, just been riding the dirt bikes, playing basketball here and there, chilling. Not a whole lot either. Just slowly. Just chilling is all I got to say. What about you, Tito? Like here we go, long story. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, hey, you say you you say it's not like you've been living a normal life. This is like a normal life. What we've been doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't drive to Milwaukee yeah. just because. I got I got friends there. And? What you want from me? None. I was just... Milwaukee. It was good. It was good. It was good to see people. One of my buddies uh, just had a baby, so it was good to see him catch up, see some friends I haven't seen in a very long time. Those are friends that I'd always. Go and hang out with, go out with it uh, on the weekends in Milwaukee. So it's good to just kind of reconnect, mm-hmm. you know, spew ridiculous bullshit, say absurd things, drink with them again. Um, it was good, man. Just, again, just to see friends. Yeah, I guess that was, I was going to say that was probably like the first time in a while where I seen you like, like you said, doing something like other than that, you've just been kind of chilling also. Yeah, dude. Well, <laughs> like you said, after I got back from Maine, dude. I was so fucking tired. And then I did that Renaissance fair. That was fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. The re- yeah, talk about that. that. That was funny. I, okay. It took forever to get in. Mm-hmm. Lines for everything. Some of the people that were working there were kind of like, I think, over it. And really <laughs> tired of shit. Yeah. So they were a little, a little rude. And the jousting was cool to be at and see. And up until that point, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to give this like a 5 out of 10. Like, would not come back. Yeah. And once we got some weird, once we got some food and then uh, <laughs> we got some more beer. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we, we passed by this thing where there's like ax throwing and there are games. And then there's this guy that's got, he's in a hole in the wall and uh, people throw tomatoes at him and he just insults people like doesn't swear but he insults people. And like, like there was this little kid that was like throwing uh tomatoes. It's like a little girl. I don't know. She's like 11 or 12. And he, <laughs> I told her, he was like, Hey little girl, you ain't going to be nothing more than a background friend. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck did I just walk up? To? What did he just say? <laughs> and then she like grabbed another tomato and he was like, Hey little girl, when you go home, wipe off that makeup and eat it. Cause that's the only time you're ever going to be pretty is on the inside. And I was like, Damn. What is this guy saying right now, dude? Damn. 
he was like hounding the shit out of these kids. And like, there's a little boy that was like throwing tomato. He's like, Hey, look, he's like, Hey, little boy. He's like, your mom thinks you like COVID can't wait to go away. So her and dad can have some fun. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no one's gonna, like this. How long is this? Dude, I sat for a half hour. And honestly, this sounds super sad, but like this, I got such a high dose of like serotonin <laughs> and like happiness. That honestly is probably the happiest I've been in a very, very long time. Like, just listen to like, insult people, dude. Pure, <laughs> pure joy and elation of watching like these kids just be so upset that this guy's hounding the shit out of these children. And then there are people in the crowd that like aren't fans of it that are like, like, oh my god, like, yeah. what is he saying? And I'm half in the bag. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like eight beers in. I'm like an NBC. I was like, more. <laughs> like, more. Like I, dude, I was just chanting and shit. And like, people were not thrilled with me. They weren't thrilled with the guy. So I think that added to me knowing like these like uptight people were so upset about stuff. And these kids were just getting rel- relentlessly hounded that like, I was so, I was super happy. I was on cloud 10 for probably about a half an hour. You like, like, so good was cloud ten. Dude, we we walked <clears throat> like right after that. We went by these belly dancers, and they were good looking girls. Like in the, you know shaking the hips, the bellies, like like stuff. Like my friends are really into it. I I could give two shits less. I kept like looking back, like at the, <laughs> at, like the the tomato throwing area. You're like, like, like oh, like missing it. <laughs> yeah, I should be back there. Yeah. I know, dude. I was like, I, but. That guy, that's gonna be the reason that I go back to there is because of him. Yeah, the right. You didn't. It was like I was the happiest I've been in a very long time, and I just got off like vacation with family. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't want to throw some tomatoes and see what he said about you. Fuck no! (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious. I wonder what he's gonna say about me. If I bring Grace into it. (laughs) Well, I know he'd probably like make fun of my weight and stuff. Like I said, he didn't swear, and that's fine. But. Um, the, the, the like, where you had to throw from, the only there was like, swears a, is like calling you a fat fuck. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden he starts swearing at me. He's like, Oh, you fat fucking. No. <laughs> uh, but no, there was like an overhead. So you couldn't like get a full throw. You had to like sidearm it or you had to kind of like pussy throw it basically. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't get a good, like wind up on it. People that were stepping back and like winding up, they'd catch the top part of the roof from where you were throwing. So, uh, I mean, dude, he's hounding old people. Like he told some guy that like he threw a good tomato. He's like, "Whoa, somebody took their blue pill today." Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was just that dude. You're just like loving it over there. <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, the following weekend, I was gonna go to ERX, but some of those European drivers weren't there. And, yeah, I mean, uh, it seemed kind of down like this year. Yeah, like the lineups and like I don't even know if what Pastrana was even racing. Those e he was racing the side by side and the e cars. Yeah, like he wasn't even racing like the rally. Yeah, yeah. It it just I don't know. I think it was like Pastrana, Bakarud, and then the Erickson brothers were there, but there was no like Hansons, no mm-hmm. um, Scott Speed, <laughs> no comp. Yeah, there's no like um, Liam Dorian. Like there was none of those like guys that were there, and I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. So I just kind of yeah. chilled out. Yeah, because we debated even going there, but we decided to race the pit bikes. Yeah, the pit bike race. That was there was 100, 150 of them things out there. Where Just was this at? At uh, Pine Ridge Raceway. In, in Appleton, Wisconsin. It's about oh. like 20 minutes down the road yeah. from us. 
And then it's just everybody on pit bikes racing. Adam Peterson was there. I don't know if you know who Adam Peterson is. Snowcross yeah, Snow dude. Snowcross dude and fucking Hall's ass. Hall's ass on the pit bike. <laughs> but ignored me when I said hi. He goes, ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? I was like, I shot for you guys last year. Great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but I, cool. I'm, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how you do uh, this year. Yeah. <laughs> With no media coverage. Yeah. <laughs> Make him look like a jackass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Nothing other than that for us. For for me, I should say. Yeah. No, I haven't been up to too much. Like I said, pumpkin patches. Just enjoying the weather. But. Yeah, no, uh, and same with me, man. Like, like I said, I went to Milwaukee, saw some friends. Um, nothing too crazy. I mean, still getting ghosted by chicks. Like I sent you guys screenshots. Yeah, those like, are funny. Yeah, those, still out I, there. Those I'm, make me laugh. Meow. It's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not for lack of trying. <laughs> meow. <Guys>. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> oh God damn it! Some like the chick girl, message me, the, meow. The girls that you fucking get. Oh, uh, she did actually uh, uh, message me on Saturday, so I, I messaged her back uh, Sunday. But I haven't heard anything back since then. So uh, maybe she, she wanted to hang out on Saturday or what? I no, she's like I don't know. She's really like goofy. She's talking about um how she wants to leave Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. This is like super weird. She was like, oh, I'm uh, born and raised in Minneapolis. Uh, once I graduate, I plan to leave, though. So I got another year or two. And then uh, she's like, I do sort of have a plan to take off for the near future. And I was like, oh, cool. Do you want to get a beer so we can discuss your escape plan? Is, then, basically, what I, is basically what I said. And yeah. I haven't heard anything back. The suburbs thing made me laugh, too. Just assuming out oh, of the suburbs you were saying. That was a different girl. Oh, yeah. I thought that was the same that was a, No, that was a different one. She was very, she's very like deadpan, I guess, man. Yeah. She, she'd be the kind of girl that would just be a fish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stay there. Yeah. I mean, that's exact. That's the vibe I got from like the messages too. Uh, yeah. Like, right? She doesn't seem like a very interesting person. Like, Yeah. She, until she ties you up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine Tito tied up? <laughs> I'd be like, oh no. <laughs> You'd be going crazy like the exorcist shit. Like, yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> Don't slap my inner thigh. Oh, also, I guess too, like, I'm, so we stopped talking about ourselves here. Uh, last little bit is uh, I put in my two week notice for, oh, my, yep. Uh, yep. for my day job. So that uh, that Monday nine to five job that would not promote me, um, yeah, I put my two week notice in. When's it? I how long has it been now? One more week there. Uh, my last day is this Thursday. Nice, I like that. So I put it in uh, two Wednesdays ago, like uh, late afternoon, and then I filled it mm-hmm. uh, Wednesday night, and then Thursday it was kind of like recognized, I guess. And dude. I'll have to tell you guys more about it afterwards, but it is like, it's office drama, dude. Like that you're leaving? From like the whole office Mm -hmm. from September 14th until October 21st. In that span, eight people will have left. Damn. Holy Holy shit. Three PAs, two property managers, uh, two building engineers, and then our city lead. Like like the main head boss is like yeah. leaving. Damn, I mean, I guess you're leaving at a good time if you're gonna leave. <laughs> Mass exodus, yeah. man. Like it's it's not a good place to be, dude. So 
No, that's good that you're leaving though. Like you yeah. said, didn't give you the opportunities or anything like that. Like, no, like, them, like, it was, it was really like, even fuck my parents, them. like friends were like super skeptical about stuff. Like how other people, other coworkers around me were kind of getting those opportunities and promotions. And like, I wasn't, mm-hmm. even though I have got, <clears throat> you know, seven years of experience and yeah. applied three different jobs. And it just seemed like those that did get them necessarily they, didn't deserve them. You mm-hmm. think they would hire minorities more? <laughs> Well, and you know, it just doesn't help. I, I'm not saying anything because every like everyone else seems to be drawing this conclusion, and I don't I don't buy into like this because uh, I don't think that's what it is. <clears throat> Again, I can tell you more, but everyone around me who's gotten a promotion um, was a was a female, and uh, the three heads of the office are female. There, it is seventy percent female, thirty percent male in the office. Uh, since I started there in 2019 until now, there have been there's been one male promoted in that time frame, and that was my old manager Dennis. And he got promoted three three weeks ago. And whenever I asked people who who've been there as long as me, like when was the last time a male got promoted, they couldn't tell me. And then I told them, I was like, "Well, it's Dennis, like two weeks ago." So, damn, I I, I don't I won't buy into that, but it doesn't help that. There are, I guess, rumors <laughs> yeah. about why people get promoted in certain positions. And um, I don't know. I I don't want to buy into that. I, I don't think, I, at least I hope that's not the case. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, one of my coworkers was like, you know, you're a educated Native American with, you know, plenty of experience, plenty of background education um plenty of time here and 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 i think you know you're a male and it you're not getting promoted in a workplace full of women and that's uh an issue yeah so yeah i mean well, it is what it is i'm happy for you as far as like you're moving on and and you're gonna take the leap with us um sooner then later, hopefully, or later than sooner, or whatever the way you, you're gonna take this yeah. leap with us, and it's cool. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for our yeah. future. So new, yep, new job, ten thousand dollars more in pay allows me to stay here just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, hundred percent remote, working for the University of Minnesota. So, you know, we'll we'll run that run that thing, and um, you know, hopefully that this again, we'll discuss stuff later on, but. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's what's been going on in my life and, and it's adult shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The adult yeah. shit's yeah. happening adult, right now. Yeah. 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 I'm not out here skinny dipping in the lake or anything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. with, with another guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not gay. Uh, uh what is, uh, who's our first, uh, guest today? KGB. KGB. Yeah. All right. You got somebody's number. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys I'd be so upset. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Do you got an intro or we're just rocking right into it? It's gonna wing it. All right. I love it. I love it. The new style. Mm-hmm. All right. And he is live. All righty, ladies and gentlemen. And our next guest. He finally did it. He popped that cherry and he did it with someone special. And of course, that first time was gonna hurt, but not for him. He was primed. He was ready. After two years of disappointment, after two years of being knocked down two years of being spit on by fall crandon he finally spit back and said this shit is mine he is the 2022 
Pro Light Points champion. We are talking about Kyle Greaves. Bitch. <laughs> How long does it take you to figure this shit out? I was just going to ask you. I think you wrote that. No, I didn't. Oh, we were trying to be cool. Yeah, I'm just going to freestyle this yeah. one. <laughs> What's uh, going on, champ? I'm just working, building a new truck for a ProLite driver. So you're building a new truck for a different ProLite driver. What about your truck? Are you selling it? Or are you going to take her? Are you going to take her back? Are you, are you going to do it again with her? No, me, me and her did good this year, so I'm going to keep her around for another one. Ooh, you're usually not one to kind of uh, keep somebody around, but you know what? I am proud <laughs> of you. I am so happy that you are taking that step and you're sticking with it, you know, and, and, and it's a proven vehicle and, and I'm, I'm proud of you. Well, I've, I've kept you around, so we got something going. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Courtney can't say that. You just broke my heart. Um, so, dude, <laughs> with uh, <laughs> with this new, with this, uh, with this old truck, like, what, what more can you do to it? Then, I mean, obviously, throughout the season, it was a, I think, a absolute hellacious season to to be a pro light driver with, you know, Trey Gibbs and Brock. What more can you even do to improve on for, for a championship truck? Um, I mean, last year we were just struggling because we put that LS engine in it. So we just struggled all year with temperature problems. Um, so we finally, at the end of the year, we, we got it more figured out. So there's a couple things that we're going to change just to try and help temperatures. But other than that, I mean, the, the truck is fucking dialed, so... We're just going to clean her up and go for another one. Where, uh, where does that motivation come from to kind of just keep like chasing after it? I mean, you know, it seems like your rookie year um, with what had happened, you know, I felt obviously that that was motivation for the next year. And then West coast guys came in, you know, you fell short again, took another second. I can definitely see that being motivation for this year, but it's like, how do you even have any sort of headspace or motivation to go out and try to do it again next year? Um, I mean, I guess it's just now, now that we finally got the championship, now, you know what it takes to get it and you, you, you just want to, you just want to repeat it. You know, I obviously racing against the West coast guys, everybody looks at them as they're the, they're the top dogs in the, in the world to race against. And I mean, they obviously show it. Um, so being a, a Midwest boy, just like Keegan Kikade, um, you know, you just have that determination just to, and CJ and John, but uh, the determination to show everybody that it's not the West Coast that's the top dogs all the time. Are you, um, <clears throat> I saw that you got your, uh, your red plate um, and I saw that you put it on. Do you plan on rocking the number one plate for next year or are you going to stick with the, uh, the red 34? No, we'll we'll stick with the red thirty four. Everybody that puts the red number plate with what? a number one has bad luck. No. Yep. Oh. No. <laughs> it's proven. Yeah. I don't think anybody has raced a uh, number uh number one red plate and won the championship the next year. Uh, Ricky. Yeah, I'd I'd have to think about that. Maybe maybe uh maybe Bryce Menzies back in the day, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it's not, it's not a good, it's not a good thing to have though. I'll tell you that. Yeah. No, you, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta rock it. 
No, I'm we're we're, we're thirty four. We got to stick with the number. I know we're thirty four, but I'm thirty five this year. That's why. That's that's why you won because the 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 age and the number. But now we gotta run the run the number one plate. Nah, we gotta stick with the thirty four. It looks good, red. Thirty four looks good, red. All right, how much to be a title sponsor? Because then I'll make you run the number one plate. (laughs) (laughs) As long as as we can make it impulse media, not impulse. (laughs) I'll do that. (laughs) um so have you gotten a chance to talk with like uh like like with brock or trey and anybody else like that like after the championship or like what's what's the dynamic like after you win a points championship is there like a like courteous sportsmanship like handshake like hey man good job like a super formal or did you get a chance to kind of bullshit with those guys like after the championship um not not a whole lot i mean obviously up at the podium you talk to him a little bit but um, once you get back to the pit, you're kind of just celebrating and then, uh, you just go at working on the truck or vehicle for the Sunday cup race. Cause that's what everybody's going for. Mm-hmm. So we've never, I don't know if there's many people that walk around and go, Hey, nice job. Cause I mean, obviously I was one that didn't do it to Brock Hager last year, <laughs> um, <laughs> but so, yeah, I, I just, uh... I just don't think. Many people, because obviously everybody's bummed out that they didn't get it, but the person that did get it's all stoked. And um, I think it's just hard to go over there and see how happy people are when you're bummed out. Yeah. Um, so, dude, talk about the weekend for you. So, uh, uh, real quick, like you obviously won the points championship. Unfortunately, uh, your old, your previous quote unquote teammate lost the points championship. And then your cousin won the points championship. How do you like kind of like juggle like that kind of like roller coaster of emotion, knowing like obviously, you know, your cousin had an absolute dominant weekend, but then your boy also lost it in a very uh like bummer kind of style. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough because you know, him and I are such good friends. Um, so obviously we had a killer weekend and then he he just had an up and down weekend, more to say. Um, so for me, it was to just go over there and hang out with him and not, not talk about championship. You know, after I won, I went over to his, um, pit crew and grabbed the radio and told him good luck and tried helping him with wherever the track was bad for us. But, um, you know, everybody's pro two is such a crazy class. Everybody's so fast, even pro light, but I mean, pro two, you have the top, let's say 10 guys that at every, any given time they could win. And if you're on, you're on. And if you're off, you're, you're way off. So, um, for him, you know, it sucked because he had actually won a couple of races this year. And the guy that won the championship didn't win a race. <laughs> um, and that was his footsteps last year. So it's just, uh, it's, it's hard because I know how, how bad he wants it to, but, um, and then for CJ to get it, you know, he was spot for me all year. So he, he would go race his pro stock, then run up to the the spotter's tower or the grandstands and, and spot for me, and then run back to the staging to race his pro mod. So he had a, I think oh. he had more of a juggling act than I ever had. But um, so I was, I always tried to be there for him just because he was always there for us. Um. So then talk about, 
just kind of that 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 weekend. Then I guess the 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 positive side of things, not you know trying to take it away from uh, from Corey and his weekend, um, but you know you and you and your cousin shared a, a really good moment, like on his truck when he won the World Cup, and and like you said, do, do you feel that maybe this year was maybe another step, like in your guys's, um, you know, I don't I don't want to say like relationship, but your guys is like 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 that that family relationship not saying that it wasn't good before but kind of sharing that that success together do you think was just a really good positive step oh a hundred percent i mean i think that brought our entire family closer because we were able to get the championship cj was able to get championship um we were the world cup champion cj was a world cup champion so it was just you grab them two families that have different tents and you bring them all together and it's it was I mean, I blacked out Sunday night, so I don't even remember how it all went. But, <laughs> um, but it was, you know, it, it was definitely an emotional night just because um, that was our first one. And CJ and John, and they've always came over to help us. Um, so it was, it was honestly an un- unbelievable weekend that, you know, I still look back at it and I go, fuck, how in the fuck did that ever happen? But, um, no, it's it was honestly awesome to have that that family all together. You know, we all did pictures together. We most of us went up on the podium for CJ, and um, it was it was cool. And then we all did the fiberglass cut apart drinking partying at the end, and um, that brought a lot of people over there. And um, it, it's just it's um, it's crazy to see how many people actually support you when you know you don't have them people that come to your tent all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. We're always there for you, mm-hmm. especially yeah. me. Fuck, I didn't yep. even see you guys that weekend, hardly. We, I, yeah, I, I was there. I was putting GoPros on. I, I was wearing I a shirt. I, I got your shirt on. I filmed your truck. I did an edit <laughs> for you. Like you can't say we weren't there for you. <laughs> <laughs> I switched out shirts for you. <laughs> He's like, damn, demons see you boys. <laughs> I must have um, been in the bathroom taking a shit then when you guys came around. <laughs> Sixth shit of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Did you even see us uh, at no, the party? Like, uh, like I, I know you had touched on it a little bit uh, a few years ago, especially when we talked about like how you got into racing. Um, and and maybe I don't know how much maybe you can talk on it, but like you said, like you'd said it brought your families like maybe a little closer together. But I know, like your your pops used to be the uh, you know crew chief for for John, and then that schedule was hectic. You know, your mom wasn't a big fan of it, so you know he got out of the racing world. Then you kind of got back into it. Did like that weekend really? Did, I don't want to not not saying that it didn't or or it was whatever, but did that really bring like Kurt and Johnny kind of back together, or were you able to kind of see like maybe a tighter like bond as far as brothers go? Oh yeah. I mean, throughout the whole year and honestly the last three years, you could tell, you know, the bond between them have gotten better and they talk more and, um, you know, he's, he's always going over there telling him good luck and going over there and congratulating him or CJ on their performance. And, um, it's, it's been fun. I mean, this whole year, um, it definitely felt like our family has came back together and, not that we weren't, but we were never as close as we were after this year. 
Dude, I love that, man. And I, and I love seeing your guys' videos, you guys cutting, you know, those, those truck parts uh, apart. And, um, you know, you were there, Corey was there, you know, obviously CJ, Johnny, and, and that was a lot of fun. And, and I know you kind of already alluded to it or said you had blacked out on Sunday because, you know, I, I, I had a good brownout. I, there were some things that I didn't remember. And, uh, when, uh, like, like Saturday, do you think you're ever going to be able to top a Sunday, like this past Labor Day weekend in, in what realm do you think you're going to be able to top that? Um, I honestly think if, if I'm able to go pro two here in the next two years and, um, and I can race against CJ and we can go one and two up for the world cup. I think that would 100% top it for, for everybody. I mean, we had a, we had a hell of a weekend this year, but if we race each other and do good, and I think that would be probably top top it for sure. Is there any, um, uh, how do I say this? Uh, like obviously Johnny and CJ are, are heavily Toyota involved. If you go to pro two, just, just early plans, early thoughts, what, what kind of vehicle or truck do you think that you'd be racing? Would, would you want any sort of influence or help from your brothers or are you kind of on, or your brothers, your, your cousins uh, and your uncle, or are you kind of on that? Like, Hey, I want to go out and do this on my own kind of thing. No, I mean, I always want uh, their help and their opinions. Um, you know, obviously Toyota doesn't make a pro two engine, so I won't be able to be, um, with Toyota or them in Toyota. Um, I still think if, if I do do pro two, I will, I'd put a Toyota body on it just cause it's the, the Greaves way. Um, but obviously we wouldn't have a Toyota engine in it. Yeah. Okay. Um, shit. What was I going to say now? You guys come up with something. I, I, I literally lost it. I was taking <laughs> a sip of, uh, coffee. He's just like, he's like, someone come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, overall, like, what do you, how do you think your year went? Like you said, you had the problems with the cooling issues and everything. And, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of carnage, you know, Antigo, um, some, some maybe drama at ERX, I believe. Was it ERX? But, um, any, but anyways, like how, overall, how was your season? I, I, I mean, we had a, after the first race at Anago, when I got a flat tire, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be a long year <laughs> if I don't get it back. And, um, we're able to come back from Saturday's race to Sunday and come out of the lead first lap. And then, uh, I just struggled, you know, we, we had some time to test, but that track is just so different. And, um, I always bring up the whoops of death because I wasn't <laughs> able, I wasn't willing to hit it like other guys were, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's, this year was the first year that I didn't wreck the truck on my own. Um, you know, it was always somebody else, um, that either, got into me or spun out and I got into them or, um, or cooling or something, you know, something that kind of took me out of the, the race to win. Um, but it was, it was a year that, um, we were able to just race and not worry about me fucking it up all the time. <laughs> and, and I guess that that's another thing too, is like, did you put a lot of pressure on yourself this year to win the championship or were you like, Hey, you know what? The last two years were kind of, you know, bummers. This year, I 
just want to enjoy it, have fun, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I mean, I definitely went at it a little harder this year than last year. Um, just because we, we put so much more time and effort into making the truck better and putting the, the different engine in it, which, you know, took the factor of different engines away. So now you knew you're on the same page as everybody else. Um, and then it was setup and driver. So, um, you know, last year I always told myself that it's my carbureted engine that's hurting me and I need to do something to fix that. And, um, so I definitely went at this year a lot different than I did the years past, just cause I knew we we're on the same playing field now. Um, and we, we had brought in John Hoffman to help with suspension and Mittag did a bunch more with converters and gearing with us. So it was, it was definitely a, a way different year than the years past. So the uh, question I remember I was going to ask, uh, I was going back to pro two. Do you think you can really, uh, you think you can really take it to Frankie winner? I, I, I think I have a chance. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I personally, I think I'm more self-motivated than he is. Um, so even if, even if I have a problem with the truck, I mean, I'm still going to race it until it probably breaks. Um, where, <laughs> where he, he might, you know, he might not. Um, but I don't, I don't know that for sure. Until, until we get in one and race against him, we don't know where we end up compared to him. He was, he was on it this year for sure. He definitely upped his program too. Yeah. I, he definitely upped his, uh, his, uh, aggressiveness. And I mean, for, for some people, it may not seem like he was aggressive, but I'm sure as you've seen, and I've seen the past two years, you know, 2020 and 2021, you know, he was still kind of a little, I don't want to say timid, but he was very, very respectful of, of those around him. And, uh, this year he kind of seemed to be a little sick of that and was able to kind of get his nose in and not, I don't want to say put a door on somebody, but, but take a line away, you know what I mean? And that's what you have to do is you have to get in and, and, you know, make that line your own. And and he did it to Ryan beat at ERX, man. That was a fantastic move that he put up around uh, the ERX uh, that, that final big swooping turn uphill and um, you know, he got the win. So, I mean, that was, that was great to kind of see. So, I would definitely be really interested to see you versus Corey winner. And, and knowing you, I think you would probably fuck with him a little bit <laughs> At least in my mind. <laughs> you would, you would kind of fuck with him a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously him and I are really good friends, so I wouldn't go out there to, you know, take his doors off, but um, I would definitely give him a bumper coming in the corner just to see if he gets swirly or not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then uh, also one of the, uh, I don't know how many more questions these guys got, but I know I have one. And um, so ERX, do you remember Elk River motocross? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Motocross. motocross. Or uh, uh, Elk River, uh, the right ERX, the round? Yep. You talking about Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Do you... Um, do you oh. remember? <laughs> I get. I know where he's going with this. I knew exactly when he brought it up. I knew exactly where he was going. I was like, I was like what are you trying to do here? Yeah, it took me a little bit too. Because uh, you know, I'm talking I'm, about I'm when I was overconfident. Because <laughs> uh, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at myself in the uh, in the Zoom call that Jeffrey and Lyle and I have, and I see just this wonderful 
bushel of hair poking out of my uh, hat. And I couldn't help but be a little bit grateful that, um, you know, you you got really overconfident uh, at, at ERX. And and uh, for the life of me, I can't remember, Kyle. What was the bet again? What did you say to me? Well, you know, <laughs> you were all about the mullet. So I said, you know what? Fuck that mullet. He likes this mullet way too much, so we're changing it. We're not. We're, we're going to go for something else. So I decided that for, what was it, two wins in a row? Or I had the four podiums, and if I won the second day, yeah. that we were going to shave the sides of Tito's head and leave the, the leave the top long. And he was, he was not happy about that one. Nope. He was, he was ready to call her quits after the whole deal. <laughs> and then, then, then we got to ask Tito on how he felt after the first lap when I ended up in second going for the lead. I, uh, I was in the uh, back watching and um, yeah, I saw you no longer. Uh, up at the front, and I was ecstatic. <laughs> I was just <super laughs> honest. I was like, yeah, yeah. And I looked to my right, and your uncle is standing there. And I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't be celebrating this. And uh, so I kind of kept it to myself. But then, um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want things to go down that way. I just didn't want you to win. The, the first lap, I I don't remember where Brock and I started. It was like fifth and sixth, I think. And I think it was yeah. after the first or second lap, I was in second chasing Gibbs. And I knew as soon as they got there, I'm like, oh, Tito's just got to be sweating. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. There was someone didn't come to the line. I think it was uh, Matt Wood. Oh, Matt Wood, yeah. Didn't make the front row. So I was like, this motherfucker's got like an extra space right up to the front, man. <laughs> Like that's such horseshit. <laughs> I'm just getting all angry. <laughs> I uh, and then I was also in the back uh, in staging, just hounding the shit out of you too. <laughs> next, uh, next to Brock Hager, Hager's like, well, if I'm leading and he's in second, I might just pull over just so or Tito get the haircut. <laughs> yeah. I remember him saying that. I was like, yo, Brock, man, I'm like, I'm gonna need you. And he's like, why? And I was like, well, we have this bet going on and blah blah blah. And I explained to him, and he goes. All right. He's like, well, if I'm in the lead and he's behind me, I just might let him by. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch, man. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I was in the back. I was like clapping and shit. I was like, let's go, Carson Parrish. I was like, let's go, boy. (laughs) Anybody besides Kyle. Yeah, Yeah, I want to see anyone but Kyle. (laughs) (sighs) So, no, that was. uh, Dude, that was a good year, and uh, I'm super happy. Yep, super happy for you. You got the monkey off your back, dude. You like fall cr- like the Crandon curse wasn't even a thing. Like it, it nothing went wrong for you that weekend, and I was so happy for you. And I didn't want to jinx you and say anything, but after you got that world championship win, I was like, that fucking, it's gone, it's done. Yep. It actually, um, uh, my buddy Matt, that races side by sides, raced under our tent last year. And uh, he went to Crandon. I don't know where. I think he was third in points, or maybe he was a little farther back. But either way, um, he was battling for the lead, and then ended up um, wadding the car up. I'm like, holy fuck, that one looked like it sucked, you know. And then so he raced Friday and Saturday. We raced Saturday, Sunday. So I watched both his races before we raced. And uh, Saturday's race, he ended up going out there. And I think he was second or third and ended up crashing it again in the same corner. I'm like, 
Man, I'm pretty sure that he just took the crayon and curse away from me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I guess we'll uh, I guess we'll have to watch out for that next year, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, I felt bad saying it, but I was happy that it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, man, that sucks. But, yeah. Yeah. That it wasn't me this time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No man, I'm I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you won. Glad you celebrated. Blacked out. Had a three way. Mm-hmm. You know that was that was really cool of you to share with me. You had a devil's three way. So, uh, you know, super happy for you. <laughs> and um, you know, I well, did, you, did you at least get it on video? <laughs> yeah, 4K, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing the the POV helmet and everything. Yep. Yeah, had the GoPros yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone had a screen mask. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> So no, dude. Uh, super happy for you. Congratulations on winning that Pro Light Points Championship. Um, we cannot wait until next year. Uh, we miss you, and we're excited to see you. Hopefully, possibly in Georgia. If not, then in Andigo. Yeah, they're even talking about a race in Oklahoma too. So what? we'll see. We'll see where where the whole year ends up. But we need you know, obviously we need that Kenda money then. Yep. <laughs> We need something to get us out there because <laughs> that one's uh that one's a long haul. Yeah, both of them. We might be yeah. We might be hopping in the back of the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> we only go if Kyle goes. We say yeah. <laughs> well, if they do Georgia, obviously first race you have to go, otherwise you're fucked in points. You think? Oh yeah. I do but, think that because if you look at Cole Winger, the the year before. Hey, I'm not done. Thank you. We're over here trying to have a conversation. Sorry, it's not based around you. He's like, all right, we're done talking, Kyle. (laughs) But Cole Cole Mamer last year in Pro Light, he had a bad Anago weekend. And he was he had to qualify in the back the whole time and he hated it. You know, he could never get a, a solid qualifying run until he was able to work himself up there, but he still wasn't um, totally part of the points the whole year. So he was just out there for wins. Oh, but. yep. All right, Tito. All right, Tito. Go ahead, Tito. Go ahead, Tito. Go ahead. All Kyle. Love you. Thank you for calling. And we will talk to you later. Sound good. Yeah. Sounds good, boys. Hey, uh, I miss talking to you guys. It's been a, it's been a month. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's been a month, and I miss you guys. <laughs> yeah. I already fucking miss you. <laughs> but uh, keep the shows going. I love listening to them, and uh, we will talk at you guys later. Love you guys. Yep. Love, right, you. love you. Right. Love you too. Bye. 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 Jesus. You're like, all right, Kyle. (laughs) Well, I was already like, I already congratulated him. I was like, all right, man. Like, dude, congratulations. This, that. And Jeffrey's like, oh, (laughs) didn't have a question (laughs) all interview. (laughs) Waited till the end. Then then it was time to bro down for a little bit. Let me say something. Let me say something. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. I wasn't here the whole time. Yeah. Uh, No, but that was cool, though. Mm -hmm. Crane and Curse is gone. Yeah. I'm sorry for me passing on. Like, like the Blitz. Yeah, I was gonna say the Blitz. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, I don't think anyone gets those references. Mm-mm. I don't think so either. The Renaissance Fair. Renaissance. Renaissance. <laughs> um, do you guys got uh, JB's number? Of course I do. Yeah. It'd be cool. Though. I mean, no, it's a little bit out when he said that, but like, 
and being in the Pro Twos. That'd be yeah. awesome. I know that'd be really bit. cool. Just kind of yeah. have that. The Monster Energy Pro Two. Mm-hmm. If he got underneath the tent. No Toyota. You know, following uh, his brother's or his uh, cousin's footstep by getting it handed to him. No, just kidding. Uh, okay okay we're going right down the list right am i gonna have to i'm gonna have to freestyle this one too i guess right whatever (laughs) i really don't have it written down i i had to grab a breakfast sandwich and some coffee by time that's when i got back and i said ready and you're like okay so i didn't get a chance to write them down shut up i really i no, i'm kidding you i really i i'm not i'm not playing you're playing i would never play with you jeffrey never you're playing Do you have his number? Of course I do. Oh. Does he know I'm calling? Yeah, I, I told him about 1 p.m. our time. Oh, no. <clears throat> All right. Busy. All right. This awkward silence <laughs> is brought to you. Go ahead. He's live. And our next guest. He did it this year, but guess what? <laughs> oh man ah, damn it you froze yeah froze what up jb what happened <laughs> he froze <laughs> he's, he's totally frozen right now on that computer yeah so oh, oh, wow. you're, 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 tito yeah. you're gonna have to start over <laughs> uh, but he's live right now yeah go ahead go for it yeah go ahead. two point champion jerry brooks yeah <laughs> 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 Freestyle it again. Can you do it again? No, it's it's gone. It's no, gone. Come on. He he, he did. No, yeah, come come on. On. Yep. See me this him. Is, this, this is, is a the, champion right this now. This is the only reason why he picked up. Like he get carried yes, less. Exactly. I knew you were going to be doing something off the bat. Where okay, where where did it leave? Right, away, right, right away, away. As soon like, as you started. Oh my God, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, all right. I was like, all right, <clears throat> let me try this again. And our next guest. He did it without doing it, and he's doing it without needing it. He got the Pro 2 Points Championship without a single dub and without a single L. Ladies and gentlemen, Jarrett Brooks. What's up, boys? That was was quite an intro, Tito. Listen, listen. All I'm saying is that what you did, you did the impossible. And that would be the equivalent of us natives getting our land back. And you somehow (laughs) pulled it off. You did it. (laughs) One race at a time, zero dubs, the point championship in the most at class. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that was like a good from what happened in 2021. I feel like it was a great season to come back to 2022 and just be consistent because at the end of the day, that's what I learned in 2021 was consistency is key. I mean, the field is so stacked. These inverts are so stacked. I feel like I'm not the type of guy that wants to get a top five, but I actually settled for top fives and top threes pretty much the whole season to look at the end result where it sucks in that time. It's like, you know, I know I have a fast truck. Um, but at the end of the day, championships are uh, what we wanted. And it was, uh, it was it's just crazy. You know, we, we should have, could have, would have won some races, but just cars weren't in our, in our favor, but yeah, dude, didn't even win a race. Um, was just really consistent. Honestly, that, that that's what was cool is looking back at is 
like, dang, we were really consistent. And um, at the end of the day, it only matters what, um, you know, that last week. And if you're in contention, then, you know, you got a shot at it and then you can leave it all on the line the last weekend. Did it ever uh, like hit you? Um, and, and maybe this is a, a really vague question, but um, at, at any point when you were out there, like second, third, top five, like you're saying, where you were, you were thinking long-term, like in that moment in the truck thinking like, Hey man, like this second place, this third place sucks, but knowing like, Hey, this is, this is good enough. This is going to carry me. We got to think about like long-term future. Like what's next Did that ever hit you in the truck, like last lap checkered flag anything like that. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, I try to be, you know, I try to be a calculated driver as much as I possibly can. Cause is when you get into the moment, like when you're like, all right, dude, I got to make a move. I'm going to pass this dude. Most of the time that's when shit goes south. And I, that's what I've noticed is like, well, if I'm in, if I'm in my head, like, all right, sure. I need to charge right now. Mostly when I go try to charge super hard, um, I'll mostly make a pretty big mistake. And that did happen a few times this year. But um, there was a few times like at ERX when I was behind climbing, I'm like, all right, Jarrett, um, if I'm going to pass climbing, it's going to have to be pretty, pretty dirty and I'm going to have to move him. So do I really want to risk me getting a flat and me taking out climbing, me getting a black flag um, to gain one more position? I'm like, I mean, I really want to win, but I'm like, I'm going to be smart and just kind of stay here, hopefully put him into a mistake, but I'll take second if I have to, which it sucks. That's what I, I don't want to do that, but the field is so stacked that at the end of the day, you know, I'm the type of guy that I want to do winter wad, but I'm trying to be smart. And that's kind of what I did. And then I also did that same thing um, at Bark River when I was behind Dougie. Um, it was the last lap. He was on a flat. I probably could have pushed and got by, by Doug, but it would have been a it w- would have been probably an aggressive move, which I've been black flagged before for an aggressive move for not even doing anything so i'm like all right i might as well just stay behind dougie and you know just take the fourth because at the end of the day i was trying to be kind of nice with everyone throughout the years so i didn't want any backlash coming at me uh when we went to crandon so i just kind of just you know pick my wins and losses on where i on where i was going to do it at because i feel like at the beginning of the season i was going balls out i was i was giving everything i had trying to get the wins trying to get the wins and then kind of always been my strategies go for it at the beginning of the season and then kind of tamer down middle of the season, depending on where you're at, you know, judge yourself where you're at in the middle of the year and then kind of go from there. Like, Hey, do I need to push hard right now? Or can I kind of just chill? I don't need to make these moves really, really, you know, right now. So I think that actually kind of worked out good for me. I feel like over the last uh, five, six years, I've tried to become more calculated in, in the driver's seat than just going for just wins. Did it feel weird? Um, you know, obviously right off the bat, Friday, Andigo weekend, you won the duel of the champions. So right off the bat, man, you you've established yourself as the guy to beat at some point in the season. Did you have a weird feeling like, man, like, you know what? I opened it up with a win and I haven't gotten a single win yet. Like, when did that, when did that kind of register with you? Was that at like, Brandon, ERX, Bark River, where you're like, well, shit, man, I opened up with this dub and I'm supposed to be having more, but, you know, here I am, top of the points leaderboard. Was there ever a weird moment like that? Um, no, not really a weird moment. I just kind of felt like this year, 
was just kind of all based on that lucky little that lucky little stupid drawing that you have to pull if you qualify first. And um, I just feel like that kind of dictated everything. I mean, there was a few times where I did get the where I did get a um, you know a decent starting spot on the second row or third row, which decent, you know, that's not a very good starting spot, but, um, I feel like every time the race was going our way, we, we would either just blow a tire off the right rear and throw away whatever we had that we should have, could have, would have won. And then the rest of the weekends, you know, we started pretty much in the back of the pack. And I feel like if you go look at kind of the stats of, of who won the races, it was pretty much every time someone started on the front row, which I did start on the front row a few times and I couldn't get it done. So I can't say that's, that's the thing, but um, I would say most of the guys that won this year started on the front row. Uh, at the beginning of the season, who, and, and, and maybe, maybe you weren't thinking like this, but at the start of the season, who did you think that you were going to be competing with? throughout the whole season were you thinking like okay like i know keegan's probably going to be the guy and then did you have like other names in mind or you're like okay I'll, I'll probably be battling with this guy throughout the entire season did you have like a list of guys that you're like all right these are the guys um yeah my list of guys i for sure thought i was gonna be going against keegan a lot more and um i, I honestly thought i was gonna go against dougie a lot more and um for sure, for sure, Mickey. I think he showed a lot of speed at the end of 2021, and I knew he was going to be quick, especially after that duel of champions. He was he was super quick, but I feel like this year, I don't know. Like trying to think about it, there really wasn't like super gnarly battles or like drama. I mean, I, I might be blanking out, but with the top dudes, I don't remember ever going at it with Keegan this year, you know, or Mickey. Like the fastest dudes, we weren't really getting into it like I thought we were going to just because I feel like these inverts were so insane that I, I just feel like the inverts threw the racing off in my opinion, because you're trying to be smart going through other cars. And I feel like it's not coming down to, Oh, it's, it's, it's the fastest dudes that qualified first coming down to the last lap. It's like, no, those dudes are back in fifth, just trying to survive, just trying to get to the front. <laughs> and I don't know. It just, those inverts are just terrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Obviously, we've talked about it too, and and, and do you think a, a good consensus is uh, a zero to six, or or do you think it should be uh, fifty percent of the field? Because I mean, at, if if you're at a thirteen truck race, you know, the fifty percent is six, or like you know, if you've got seventeen trucks, eighteen trucks, fifty percent is probably they're probably cap it at eight, you know, or maybe push it to ten. Do you think it should be fifty percent of the, the the race field, or do you think it should be like a zero to six kind of thing? I think it should be a zero six if that, I mean, we only get 14 laps. So on the, on the shortest track is 14 laps and the biggest tracks are, I think nine laps. So I think the biggest should be six if, if even that, but um, yeah, inversions are inversions. I feel like are, uh, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the field is so close now that these inversions, um, I guess they do add for a little bit better of racing, watching the people come through the pack. But as a racer, it's the inversions are not fun by any means, because I feel like in most forms of racing, if they do have an invert, they're hundred lap, you know, they're hundred lap features on like, um, you know, oval stuff where we have our, uh, the most laps we do is 14 and we have a six inversion. So it makes it tough from a racer standpoint. 
conversions are terrible, but I don't know. Maybe from a fan standpoint, fans like it. That's that'd be a good question to ask a, a diehard fan if they like conversions mm-hmm. or if they don't. Tito, do you yeah, like Tito. conversions? <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. um, you know, with, with the way the with the way you know the the racing has changed since I was a kid till now. You know, I I was resistant to change. I didn't, I didn't like the competition yellow at first because. You know, I think the guy who got the whole shot or got out front earned it. And then they put it back together to make it more interesting. And it adds another element to it, which, okay, I was fine with. I bought into. And then as far as inverts go, I don't like the the 10 to 8 like invert. Because like, like Jared said, is when you're put so far out on the on the starting line or, you know, the rolling, you oh, it's almost like you're punished for, for putting down a, a good lap time. So you get what? So when you get the top qualifying time, you get, uh, one point, right? Uh, two. So, so two points, top qualifying time. But it, again, you get punished. You might get back down to tenth. Now you're batting, potentially battling with guys that you know shouldn't. You shouldn't be back there with, and our, and maybe our, are are sending it a little bit more. And that that two point top qualifying time could end up costing you a lot more points than if you would have just said, "I'll, I'll try to run a, a, a three or four fastest time so i think that i I agree with the the six invert where it's not too crazy but i think it adds an interesting element to it where you're not too far out from like the 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 you're only third row instead of like fifth row so for me i would be okay with like the zero to six because it still gives you the chance to, to draw a zero and and or even a two to where then you you just flip flop you're still on the front row so 50% of the yeah. time you're going to be on the front row potentially. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there was a zero in there at all. So that's the crazy part too, is there was no, there was not yeah. a zero in there. Yeah. So it was, it was, you qualify first, you get two points, which, okay. Yes. Yeah, so those points do add up at the end of the day. Like that is what helped us out in the championship. They did get a few first place qualifiers and obviously that did help us, but I guess at the end of the day, um, there's no zero, so you're screwed either way. If you qualify first, you're not starting on the pole no matter what. So that's the hard part about it. Mm. What were your uh, feelings? So after you won the uh, Pro Two Points Championship, you know something you've been chasing, um, you know last year was devastating for you, and then and then you captured this year, and even 2020, you know you you had that World Championship kind of wrapped up for that Sunday race. Uh, to finally win in a big moment like that in Crandon, um, how do you go from like cloud nine to then having to put it back together for Sunday's world championship race and then the world cup race? How do you go for like, how, what was your uh, uh, like thoughts, transit transitions there from Saturday to Sunday? Um, I would just say from Saturday, there's, you know, you obviously have stress and you got, um, it, I feel like the hardest part with, racing um at Crandon or any or any weekend when you're racing for a championship is we don't race until six o'clock we have a jars being at nine so we have from nine o'clock to six you pretty much got to think about it it's obviously gonna be on your mind no matter what you're gonna try to think about what you're gonna do how you're gonna get that start so it makes it kind of for a stressful and long day especially when you have all your family and friends there they're all throwing down you know coldies and they're all drinking trying to have a good time because that's what they're there for so I feel like that's like the most hardest part on, on my side is like, you know, you got people like, Oh, good luck. Good luck. So I feel like it's kind of like, all right, I just got to go do my thing. 
um, and go have fun. That, at the end of the day, we're here to have fun. So um, just it's stressful though. That whole day is stressful. So going into Sunday after winning the championship, pretty much it's like, hey, let's let's go do this. Like let's. There's nothing to lose now. It's winter wad, honestly. That's kind of how I go into Sunday because I mostly don't get to race on Sundays ever. I might. I always have. I always have a broken truck of some sort. So going into Sunday, it's winter wad, and that's kind of always been my mentality going into it. And um, maybe that's why we. Maybe that's why we have never finished a Pro Two versus Pro Four Cup race, or in the last three years even started one. I haven't. I haven't. Considering this year, I haven't done a Pro 2 versus Pro 4 Cup race on Labor Day weekend in now three years since 2019. So that sucks. And I think that was the year that they still had Pro 2 West versus Midwest Pro 2, right? Yes, and I broke that race, so (laughs) I've never completed one. Yeah, because I remember, I think it was you, CJ brought out his Pro 2, I think, and um, I think Brian Deegan was like one of the yeah. only Rob West Mack. Coast Pro 2 guys. Yeah, there's Rob Mack, LaDuke, or Todd LaDuke. Mm-hmm. There's a few of them, not much. But yeah, wow, man, that's, that's uh, you might... You might be having the Crendon. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> but um, n- no, so like, uh, uh, I, I don't know if uh, Jeffrey or Lyle have any more like season related questions, but I do have two tough questions for you. You can either decide to answer them or not, um, or, you know, we can navigate around it. That's fine. But uh, the first question I got is, <clears throat> unfortunately, um, you know, the these these points championships, they do they do mean a lot but they, but they don't pay out a lot. You know, it seems like because there isn't that payment there, that reward there, it kind of loses a little bit of that, a little bit of that luster. Like it is great. A whole year effort work to be the top dog, to be champion, but it's not there on your speech in your speech. You had said that you're potentially racing, part-time next year is is this still the case of you racing part-time and if that's the case why is that yeah no that's that's the hardest part i feel like the difference between champ and uh, lucas oil was there was more of a payout if you won the points championship in lucas where um honestly i don't even know if there is a points payout for a championship in champ um i guess we'll see when that time comes with the with the banquet and all that so hopefully you know you know i don't think most of the drivers really know sometimes. So I guess we'll see when, when that time comes. And then, yeah, for next year, um, you know, that's still a tough one. It's still a lot of stuff in the air. But uh, from this, from what it's looking like is we will either run half season or we're not going to run at all. So that's kind of been a hard one for us. But kind of at the same time, it's like um, I got another baby on the way. We live in California the racing is is very hard for us to go back there it's kind of taken away from a family sport from from how i've grown up grown up i've grown up in short course and racing since i was 12 years old and it's always been a family like you know we always have our family and friends out here it's it's we're here for a good time and i feel like it's just from now we went to you know champ off road where i feel like it's the best fans like the racing is really good and 
it's just, I think it's a time in my life where I just need to grow up and go to, go to work and provide for my, for my family, um, with a more, a more, um, I would say reliable job. So if you know what I mean, it's racing's hard and it's not, it's not a, um, you're not, you're not set every year. You're not, uh, you're not going to be making the same money every year and you got to pretty much win or, you know, you're getting clipped. I feel like these days. So I just think that, um, overall just racing on the Midwest is tough when you have a family. Um, in your, in your opinion, then what, what do you think in the, in a perfect world, what do you think that champ can do, um, in order to keep, you know, Oh, he, he froze again, but I think he was going to go as far as like, what does champ need to do to keep drivers like you around as far as like, because you, you travel back and forth all season, a whole season or certain oh. races or whatever it may be. Oh, God damn it. When did they cut out? Yeah. Right when you're wow, asked the question, each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of crazy because I, as I was talking, you like stole everything. As soon as you're about to ask the question, you cut out. Yeah. Oh, what uh, can champ like, do? What, what, what can champ do uh, in order to kind of keep guys like you around uh, that 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 are you know needing because it's so tough to be around? Like, like what can they do to keep guys like you around? Um, you know, sponsors are necessarily not wanting like they want to be on the side of trucks, but. You know, they may not want to be there, may not need you there the whole year, but it'd be nice to have you there the whole year. How do you make, what can Champ do to make that count? You know what I mean? To keep guys like you around, to keep sponsors that want to invest in every single race. Yeah, that's a good one and a, and a very tough one. Um, I wish I had the answers to all that. I wish I could, I have, I have a lot of stuff I could put in on that one. I'll say that at least, but um, I feel like the main thing is just, bigger payouts. Um, I think to win a pro two race right now, you get, I mean, I didn't win a pro two race this year, but I got second. I think you get, uh, 2,100 bucks. So, um, a drum of fuel, I think is 1200 bucks to park at these races is, um, upwards of $800 to a thousand dollars. Entry fees is $2,000 fuel. Um, for me to, for me to drive back from Cali, you guys can imagine, mm-hmm. um, to go race back there, you need to have a shop. You, you know, you, you have to have a shop to, because the races are back to back pretty much. Um, so that's a big cost. Um, on top of it, yes, we do have sponsors and that's why we do have our partners that help out a lot is to help this cost. But, uh, at the end of the day, I feel like just the payouts are just, are just crazy to me. I don't know how, how, um, how it's not higher. I feel like it's like no reward. Like mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't have a reward of going back to, but yes, that is again, why you have your partners and sponsors to help you out. But champ, I just feel like is not putting in the work. I feel like they're, um, you know, there's racing from nine o'clock in the morning sportsmen's and we don't race until six o'clock. So there's a lot of classes, um, a lot of people attending these races and, for the payouts, it, it's very, very rough. But um, I just—it's the, the craziest thing is you go look at these, you know, circle track or you know, dirt <laughs> modifieds. Yeah. They're going and running. They're running five times a week. Okay, maybe they're not doing it every month, but most of the time they're doing it. They're doing it a lot more than us. They're running five times a week, and their payouts twenty k a night. Okay, and then they go to these big races. They got a hundred k a night, where 
I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't watch any of those races. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to watch them. It's probably on Flow Racing, which I don't I don't really know anyone of my friends or my family that's into racing that has Flow Racing. So that's also another one that's hard too is if you want to go watch the races, you have to pay to go watch the races, which I'm pretty cheap. I don't pay for, I don't, I don't, most of the time I don't even pay to go watch a UFC fight on TV. So I feel like that's also a hard part too, is we've, we've lost a lot of interest in it because now you have to pay. Um, a lot of my followers don't even know what's going on. So, um, I feel like that side, it's just, like I said before, it's just kind of taking the family out of it because it's so hard to, you know, fly back and forth. You know, all my family likes to go to my races. I mean, we all have, they all have jobs and run a business back here, but flights are just insane. Just everything's very insane to race back there. Like I'm a diehard racer. I want to race really bad, but I just got to think of the big picture and it's tough. It's not, it's not a cool decision, but I don't know. I'm getting old. I got to have a family of two now. So I kind of want to focus on my son and uh, yeah. Yeah, man. And, and, and it is tough to just kind of like, hear that too it, it's you love the series and, and and you know talented drivers but again unfortunately life does happen like you said you know you gotta you get another you know baby on the way and and you know that's gonna be number one in your life and and if this thing that you're doing isn't paying that it's like you, you obviously got to go and do what you got to do and yeah we all yeah. we all want it we all want every all, all the talented drivers to stick around but you know it's never a perfect world and and i hope that short course does take off because sometimes i feel like it's <clears throat> you know how uh soccer is more popular than than football well soccer is a pretty cheap sport that you can play all around the world all you need is a ball and then you can make anything a goal whereas american football you have to have you know helmet pads you know, all these things yeah. in order to, to do it it's it, it's great it's it's a fun gladiator sport to watch but not everyone can watch it not everyone can participate in it so um, you know, somehow if we can make it more affordable or get bigger sponsors, bigger light, that that'd be great. Um, the second question that I was going to ask you, and again, you can answer, uh, you, if you want or not, um, what were your thoughts or opinions then, uh, on the world cup race? Uh, we had a gentleman, uh, take the whole shot and, um, he had a, he ended up getting disqualified uh, from, from the world cup race. Um, Ryan beat. I, we at least want to, I want to reach out to him and and maybe talk with him about that. Um, Did you think anything was like weird or off when he came around in like with the whole shot or were you just like, Oh damn, like he got lucky this time. Like, I guess what were your thoughts on it? Uh, Well, I was just watching on the sidelines. I wasn't even racing. So (laughs) I I watched the whole race on the live broadcast and, um, yeah, I mean, it was crazy to have. I mean, he did qualify first, so I will give him that. You know, he did have some speed. I just think Ryan and I both really struggle with hole shots at Crandon. Um, and that's why he can't really show his p- full potential speed. I think he is very fast at Crandon. It's just he can't get hole shots. And if you can't get a hole shot, you really can't even show your speed at Crandon. I feel like that's the same with me is. I can't get whole shots, but I can qualify first or second or third. And, but if you get a seven place start, you're pretty much, it's over at that point. You're just kind of just running laps, but overall, um, 
I didn't really think anything of it when he got the whole shot. I was just thinking, dang, maybe he just got his converter figured out and was going for just a good start. But uh, yeah, dude, bummer deal. I mean, that's that's a. I don't know who made the call. What someone made the call to to do it. Maybe it was Ryan. Maybe it was officials. Who knows? We'll we'll never really know. But that's a that's a bummer deal. Like for for him going out there and getting all that TV time and looking like a superhero badass. That's, that's, that's not cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of us dudes are out there. Like that's the biggest race of the, it's the biggest race of the year. And then to go out there with the cheater motor and hopped up motor, I just don't think that's very cool. Cause now, I mean, 95% of those people don't eat, still think he was, you know, the fastest dude on the planet where in reality he was, had a lot more horsepower than us, a lot more torque, and he's tested there. Like he did a lot of testing in the off during the season with Chevy with that motor. He had all the gearing set up. He knew exactly what he was doing. It wasn't it wasn't a no brainer. And I don't know, just the I don't know, kind of a low blow, honestly. And who knows? You just got to just you know, was, was whatever it is, what it is, but. I don't know. My wife's always told me cheaters never prosper. And I don't know. Just I've never played by those rules of wanting to cheat to win. So, uh, were, was there anything in the rule book about motor switch changing or anything like that? Yeah. So you you can actually still run a big motor. Um, so previous years we used to run the big motors in the Pro Two, and yep. after this year. Big motors are after 2022, you're not allowed to run a big motor anymore. It's only supposed to be 410. But um, I don't know. I guess now they're trying. You never know with what's going to happen. But now you're going to be able to run like an LSX motor, which is still, which is considered a big motor still. So um, I don't know the cubic inch on it exactly, but that's, that's the motor that they want to push for next year if you want to run it, which uh, Ryan ran that motor. But you have to run a certain size restrictor plate. I think it's like a one-one. Um, don't quote me on that because I haven't had a big motor in a while. But they're trying to allow it where you can run like a nine, a nine restrictor. Where I think Ryan ran the nine nine restrictor, where he was supposed to run the one-one restrictor. Where it's a pretty big difference. That's 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 a really big difference. It doesn't sound like much, but. Uh, that motor is way faster than a regular 410. So uh, he knew, I mean, I don't know. They all knew what they were doing. It wasn't true. Yeah. They all knew what they were doing. When no. you, when you have to trailer, when you have to trailer your truck from the track and you, you don't change your change the motor in your pit, you take your truck away to a secret location off of Crandon, you know, you're doing something sketchy. You would, you know, if you were, if I was going to change my motor right before the cup race, everyone would be like, Hey, what's Jared doing? You know, it's not like you, you can't, you can't hide that when you're at the track, but no, <laughs> he grabbed his truck, left the track, put it on a trailer. And I mean, I don't know. Someone, someone, you know, you never, will never know the real story. So either way, it's a bummer deal and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, do you think the uh, the the punishment is is fitting the crime right now? So right as of right now, he's currently just suspended from the twenty twenty three World Cup race. He can't participate in it. 
Um, and then he'd be on probation for the World Cup race in 2024. Uh, but he's still allowed to race champ off-road next year uh, if he chooses. Uh, allowed to race the World Cup race in Pro 2 if he chooses. But as far as that World Cup with Pro 2 versus Pro 4, he's uh, not allowed to do that next year. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Cranon put their foot down. It wasn't champ. So that's the hard part. Was like, did champ say he could? And then... He did it. Like, if Champ said I could do it, I would do it. But at the same thing, who knows? Like, that's the hard part is it's Cranon putting their foot down because Cranon doesn't want that rep, I could imagine. I mean, they don't want some guy having TV time all the TV time because he was leading the Pro 2 race for a long time. Um, he had a lot of TV time, and I think Cranon was more pissed knowing he had all that TV time with the cheated motor. But it was – the crazy thing, it was, it was Crandon – putting their foot down it wasn't champ so uh, it kind of makes you kind of shrug your shoulders and go huh why why is this and you'll never know dude you'll never know how funny would it be if uh the footage that comes out for the the world cup race they just put like a like like blur them out they like do like a little <laughs> like a champ <laughs> logo or yeah they, they pixelate them out like the whole race <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, no one. I mean, maybe they'll just run it, and then it is what it is. Maybe the because I don't know. Lucas Oil races back in the day, they would broadcast it, and then they would do like two weeks later, they would go to the voiceover, like at a different location. So maybe maybe they'll do that, but I doubt it. Hmm. At least okay. at least um, we'll let the new, let the viewers know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, that, those are my uh, the, those are my two questions that I just wanted to ask. Get your opinion on, especially you being in the, you know, in the class of it, and and you know, just thought, you know stuff coming out. We we had heard stuff on Sunday night, and um, from then on, I, I didn't hear too much. I was away, um, but then the article, that little article, came out saying that. So I just I wanted to get your opinion on it, especially you being in the class. But um, I don't know if these gentlemen have any more questions. But no, uh, dude, Jarrett, thank you so much, dude, for calling in, giving us your time and, um, congratulations on that pro two points championship. Mm -hmm. um, I know that us three, at least I do, you know, we want you back next year full time because I mean, this pro two class was most stacked I've ever seen. And it would really suck if it just kind of faded away because, you know, you, you can't, you can't pay your drivers and, and it's just an unfortunate part about it, but yeah. Yeah, and I hope to be back. It's just, you know, at the point of my life where I've done it for so long where I need to, I need to make money out of it and make it, uh, you know, I got to, I don't know, got to put food on the table at the end of the day, and it's it's hard. But I got a question for you guys, though. What's your guys' plan? What's what's the deal for next year? Are you guys going to release it? What's When is uh, when's the rush coming out? Uh, we actually have the first episode done. Uh I got to color grade it. So hopefully it was supposed to be the beginning of October. Um, obviously after a long season, we took kind of just took a month off doing little odds and end jobs around here. Yep. And um, again, uh, we said in the beginning of the podcast here that, you know, we can't do the free project and have it consume our time while we got paying jobs that are, you know, paying us. So uh, it's whenever we can get to it, but uh, no, uh, the plan is to hopefully release the first pro or the first episode, the first week of November now. Okay. 
Um, and then what is your guys' plan for next year? The plan for next year (laughs) is, uh, if you don't show, we don't show. No. Oh, you're, please. you're part-time or part-time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we, we actually don't know either what we're going to do with like, obviously a lot of our things kind of depends on like what Keegan's going to do. Yeah. And then or I think that's what we're going to base our decision off of. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's very hard. Like you said, the sport's very difficult to get funding in. And stuff that we believe in as far as media content goes. Yeah. So, and that's what and we've been struggling for the last four years is having people believe in that, you know, right now in this era, content is king. And, yes. uh, you know, it's hard to explain that to the series when you have a, I guess, older generation running it. And, uh, yeah. So, what the plan is, is, that we will be around next year um, for how long or how much of our time we'll be there. Uh, you know, that's still undecided. Yeah. And, and I think it, and I think it depends too. Like if, if rush can be like fully funded next year or not, I mean, like if someone, you know, out there is like, Hey, yeah, like we, we love your stuff. We'll, we'll fully fund it. Then I think we'd be there for all the rounds. I mean, we'd obviously still want to, you know, go through client work with, with Keegan. Um, but yeah, I, just a lot of factors, I think for sure. Um, you know, I want to move to, to impulse to do it full time, but at the end of the day, you know, it's gotta be a full time pay as well. <laughs> we, we gotta bring, we gotta bring money in. So unfortunately I saw, like, I saw you, or you saw your job or you, you got a new job now. Yeah. So I put my two weeks in my last days on Thursday. Uh, I took a job with the university of Minnesota, $10,000 more. It's hundred percent remote. And, um, nice. I mean, short term right now is hopefully, uh, you know, work this gig. Um, you know, maybe we'll see where impulse goes and maybe I can do that full time. Um, but I, I had to get out of there. I, I couldn't afford to live here in Minneapolis anymore. I was literally out of time, out of money. And, uh, so made the made the move like you said man you got to do what you got to do you got you got to pay the bills and and if what you're doing isn't paying the bills you got to you got to find something that does mm-hmm. yes sir dude not here good for you on that i mean now you're back in crandon full time no i am uh, i'm still in still in minneapolis um like uh, as far as remote goes i mean you know I, I can obviously do it wherever there's internet so who knows maybe i'll move to green bay maybe i'll move to appleton and, uh, you know, kind of set up shop there and maybe impulse will get a, a studio or something. And then we can do full time. We don't know yet. Well, I think, I think rush this year will bring you guys something. I hope that's what we're hoping for. Yeah. Like the yeah. way we set up episodes and everything. I think it's definitely Tito yelled at us after we gave him the first episode because he was like, I want more. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, <laughs> We can't give you more. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we have. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, but yeah, the, the first episode was like I said, set up really well, and it's just like I want. It was just how I felt. I'm like, fuck, I want more. Like even though like I was there, I knew what happened, but I'm like, I want more. <laughs> well, you're the first episode, just FYI. Yeah, I mean, I got a hold of you. I can't, I can't yeah. wait for this. <laughs> that stuff you sent me helped out a lot to bring your segment a little bit better together with yep. like you as a kid and shit. Oh yeah, and no, I wish I had more of that, but no, oh, that's, that's awesome. That's rad, dude. I'm excited for this, and I appreciate everything you guys are doing. You guys are putting the time in. That's that's the kind of stuff we need to to bring in more traction and 
um, I just wish there was more of it. I, I don't know. You guys know how it was back in like 2000 with Johnny, Johnny and uh, Ricky Johnson. Like, I feel like that was the coolest stuff mm-hmm. to yeah. watch. Like, I'll still even go back and watch that stuff over anything. And Lucas Oil used to do that back in the day, and it was it was so rad. It, I feel like it got you in more of a connection with the drivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then a lot of people were saying that, like, not uh, harsh on their show or anything. It was scripted, more scripted than anything. Yeah, who knows? I was young at that time, yeah. so maybe it was. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, that that's hearsay, so I, I really don't know that much, but I know that ours is more genuine and, and more in-the-moment stuff, so. Yeah, no, that's how, that's, that's how it should be, so. Yeah, no, so we're we're excited. Like I said, we're we're slowly plucking away and then um after we release the first episode, then it's gonna go on a little two week every two weeks. Awesome, dude. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously share it, share it with like uh you know, everyone you know and, and, and we've as humble as, as we are, I think this is kind of one of those where I think we got to self-advocate and just say, hey, like, share with everyone you know. Like, share with yes, you know, sponsors, to. grandma, grandpa, aunts. I mean, people from high school that I even talked to in eight years. Like, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're going to have a lot of a lot of Pro 2 drivers pushing it, dude. Be sick. Yeah. So, I, and, and, again, and then, like, more- another form of uh, avenue, like, um, we might have some promotion gigs coming up for for the series so hopefully we could more push for that and then yes like like i said promote the series more as far as like hopefully like like for me it's like i don't want you to leave (laughs) (laughs) i know so like like i'll do everything in my power to get you guys to stay you know what i mean yeah because the good thing is i'm selling all my toter home and all my all my stuff but we still have our shop back in Wisconsin. So, I mean, that's kind of what we're just banking off of. It's like, okay, we'll sell all of our stuff and we'll just go, um, we'll just go stay out at our shop. You know, that's why we bought that shop and we don't need a big toter home anymore. If we're only going to do it half season or even if we do do it full season, uh, we got plenty of different options on what we want to do. So we'll see if that time comes. It's, uh, it's hard right now though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even uh tent underneath, uh, Keegan's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't sell those golf clubs though. You're gonna need those. Yep. Yep. Oh please. <laughs> we're we're uh, one and well, no, one and no natives. One white zero. Jesus. Golf swing at the tournament. Yeah, my like Tito's. Tito was on it that day. You gotta admit, long Good. drive. Just our putting sucked. <laughs> yeah, couldn't put to save our lives. Well, when I saw him drive, I was like. I was like, all right, man, they might they might beat us. When I seen Jared, like, uh, yeah, we won't talk about the mess. Yeah, yeah, we're not talking about the mess. Always... When you connected with it. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. That's a pretty far one. He was a null yeah. talk, I guess. Yeah. Then I almost fall over. <laughs> I forgot you missed it. Yeah. yeah that's once in a blue moon. Uh but, All but. right, boys. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll stay in touch. Thank you guys very much. Yep. All right, dude. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yep, talk All to right. you later. Sounds good. See you. All right. Love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Yep, bye. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah. <laughs> I get so nervous.
I get so nervous. <laughs> Throw that L word around. <laughs> yeah, he's got commitment issues. He's like, yeah. I get so nervous saying yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But that sucks, oh. though, with it because, like, oh. him not possibly not coming back, which is shitty. I mean, nothing to say against, like, the sportsman people. I mean, maybe it is, but, like, at least my group of friends, like, they come for, like, that Pro 2 class and the payout doesn't, like, they're there for that Pro, those Pro classes. And yeah. for him to only get 2100 for a second. Yeah. Well, and, and obviously too, like the sportsman, like the reason why you get into racing is because like you love to compete. Like, mm-hmm. what, like that's the dream though. Right. Yep. You, you start somewhere. Yeah. Like Nick Visser. Start, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, you start in the lower class and the buggies and then in the, in the, in the, you know, sportsman stock and then in the super stock. And it's like, you work your way up yep. and that's the dream is to get to a pro light or pro two or a pro four. And you have to start in those grassroots. Mm-hmm. Like as they are important, but even as a driver, you have to admit like, like, man, you're, you're there for like the, the pro lights, pro twos. Like uh, you, you love it. They put on a show, yeah you know, like me, I do, I do love the other classes, but what drew us in as kids, as race fans, we're like those those big guys, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the, the pro two, mm-hmm. pro four guys, and um, I I still think Superstock best class out there. I love watching them race. Yep, and um, <laughs> I think I, like those guys alone, I think are enough to like keep all sportsmen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, exactly. But like what Jarrett was saying too, with the, like with with the series, like they do need to step it up. Mm-hmm. Like they do need a. You know, when they lost Ram as far as a sponsor for even just Snowcross, you know, it looks like it seems like and I'm just going by seems like my opinion doesn't matter. But, you know, it seems like oh, they, it does. They, they gave up. You know what I mean? Y- you know, and and, 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 and and the weirdest thing is, too, is like our podcast, like what is drawing in too is like, you know, come help us out. Like, not just us, but everybody. Like I said, I, I would do anything to get Jarrett to stay here. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, like, like, and we're not trying to sound negative or, mm-hmm. you know, like, we're not trying to like harp or, or cause any kind of rift or negativity or anything. But, you know, unfortunately, yeah, like you said, as a series, it's like you have to step up because yep. it's, it's go time, man. Like, yeah, I, I know the economy is not the best. I know prices are going up. I every everywhere is going up. We're all struggling. But, you know, these these drivers make it work. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's getting to the point where, like, they're not able to make it work. Be, and, and, and as a series, you have to help them make that work. Yep. Like they've yeah. been making it work, you know, this season, the previous season through COVID, all that stuff like 2019, even when it was down bad. They were making it work. Yep. And now when it's as good as it can be, now it's up to you to, to make it work. Yeah. Well, like I said, like he made a fucking fantastic point. Like the whole circle track, you know, sport, you know, they could draw in on a Saturday and be like, Hey, we're going to run 50 laps. The winner gets a hundred grand. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Who I mean? Who were you talking to about that? Was that Bobby brand? I think it was Bobby. I was going to say, we yeah. just talked about like the circle yeah. track shit. Yeah. But like, like I said, that's why Cam Reimers, you know, he, he was a pro light driver. He went circle tracking and like I follow him on Instagram. He's racing all the fucking time. And and do you think it's maybe because it, it it's a, a, a the football soccer comparison? Is it because it's a it's is it a cheaper sport? And then like every every you know town can host a, a circle track essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And I'm not, and I'm not taking away from, from like circle track racing or anything else like that, but I'm just merely observing that it's a lot easier to, to run a circle track race when you can build a circle track. Whereas like a, like a Crandon and ERX is a purpose-built facility that does cost, you know, exorbitant amount more money than it does to, to build a, you know, an oval track and, and you can yeah. charge maybe, you know, lesser fees, tickets, whatever it is, you can hold it more often. And those don't require the turnaround time as it does for like a pro four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the crazy, the the thing is too, is like, like you said, like, um, like a Pete Parker, you know, he can like back in the day, like that was the number one guy around here and he could go down South and he's still the number one guy down South. But that's what draws the crowd in is like, Hey man, we got people like this guy, you know, going for a hundred grand, but we're also bringing in these other competitors and it's drying the whole crowd in. And I think we just need someone like that, like an off-road warehouse type deal, you know, or a, um, you know, even like VP or, or someone to like believe in the sport that we live, live in and that, that we enjoy and that we're passionate about, you know, like someone that believes in the sport that, that, you know, like I said, over the last like decade, we're, we're struggling to survive here. You know, we're struggling to, yeah to keep the sport going. And-, and it's insane, man. Like I, like again, maybe biasly, but I think this is the best racing on the planet it as is. far like, as like as things far, go. Yeah. As far as like me- mechanics go and the crowd and everything goes like you got, like you said, these trucks flying through the air at 150 feet and going a hundred plus and turning left, turning right, bank corners, ruts, mud, you know, you got all these fucking elements and, these are talented drivers. Like any of these drivers could go into another sport and probably dominate because of what they have to go through. Maybe rally crosses up there where they may struggle, but overall this is like the sport to be like at, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't know. I think that that's why I was always attracted to like, uh, like rally cross or like the nitro cross is that you got those, cars that are, that are running, you know, 10, 12 laps, whatever it may be, four laps. And there's more than just one, like on the track, you know, there's four or six Joker laps, different elements, jumps that involve like really good, close racing. That isn't like, Oh, you know, we got to change tires here. Oh, we got to, you know, run a draft behind him. And then we can set it up like three laps later, like, you know, NASCAR. Okay. Like it's a different strategy. It's, it's a long, like three hour race. And, and I like Formula One too because I mean there's different elements there than the NASCAR. But at the end of the day, I'd I'd gladly watch a short course off road race any from any era over yeah. a Formula One race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then I think the other part is too is that we're so divided, we're so separate. Like even the tracks are, you know, like I said, we got this Crandon World Cup Day, you know, at Crandon, which hosts like Red Bull, Lucas Oil. You know, all these fucking amazing sponsors just for this one day. Now, can you imagine if now can you imagine if the series and Crandon and all these other fucking tracks and everything get along and just been like, hey, this is what we're doing. These are all of our title sponsors. Let's get our shit together and become like one big series. You know what I mean? Like, so like Dirt City ain't scratching for like scraps of from. I don't know, a mom and pop shop down the road, you know, to put a banner up on the track or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if like Amsoil, like I said, just everybody, like 
I'm not saying like Amsler and Lucas Oil need to get along or anything, but it's just like, dude, like Wheatland, for example, like the the series won't go to Wheatland because Lucas Oil is the title sponsor over there. It's just like, who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Who fucking cares? It's a fucking badass track just sitting in the middle of nowhere not being used. Pride draws the biggest fucking crowd as Crandon, but we don't want to go there because there's conflicting sponsorships. Yeah. And it's like, that's why our our sport's dying because we're not willing to accept like Max's tire and Cooper tire and put them together and be like, yeah, like they both give us a hundred grand each, but you know, but at the same time, they're it's going back to the driver's. In the sportsman right, and, class and, and everything and whatever, and but I'm not a business guy either, is, so is I don't know. Bring on like like you said, like like Jim Beaver, you know, Ken and Mike, and we can ask you know sponsorship guys like that, like their their opinions from their side of it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, like why do you think this sport, you know, hasn't blossomed into you know other other sports when they start? Like other sports start, and I'm sure a ton of sports have failed, but I mean, you know, like something like NASCAR, Formula One, like they all start somewhere. And, you know, you fast forward to now and it's like a huge giant sport and, and short course, it's like, well, you compare short course at being what, 54, 53 years in now, uh, comparatively with Crandon and how long has, you know, NASCAR been around? Well, since what, the 1920s, right? Something like that around the prohibition era. So, I mean, they've got a 40 year head start and I, I don't know, man. I mean, it'd be interesting to, to, to hear more about it and, and why people aren't you know, buying more into it. Is it lack of advertising? Is there not enough eyes on it? I mean, at one point, you know, they were, they did have the races on, on ESPN. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things I think really why, why Crandon's is the best at it because it draws that 70,000 people crowd. Yeah. And we need that at every venue, even though the venues may not, may or may not be able to take it, but we need, we need that at other venues, even if it's like, like at ERX where it's a little smaller, what if they can get like 15 to 20, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think I, I do love ERX. It's a great track mm-hmm. uh, for racing, not for foot racing. And I feel <laughs> like the, their crowd sometimes it just, it doesn't, it doesn't compare, you know, and, and maybe, and maybe it's the, maybe it's the hill size. Like you look at, and you go, that whole thing was packed full of people. And maybe it's yeah. because it's the first race, maybe. Yeah. You know, um, even like Lena, like that whole hillside was just packed full of people. Like there were people standing up along the fence Yep. Uh, on, on the south side of the track. And then you got places like ERX, you know, that that on Saturday have a good crowd, but Friday there's not that good of a crowd there. And, and maybe it's a liquor license issue as far as them not racing on Sunday. I don't know. But yeah, well, even like Bark you, River, do you think that Bark River would draw in a big ass crowd? Uh, yeah, but, I'm not. I love Bark River too, and and I was, I, I thought maybe it was going to be ridiculous mm-hmm. once we got back from COVID, but it just didn't seem to. No, but like I said, I think that's another thing too. Is like you need to promote other than just Instagram or Facebook. You need to like get your shit out there. You need to spend that 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 media money and and get your shit out there. And, yeah, and then I, I think, like I said, and I think that's where we're so divided because they're they're depending on the tracks to do that themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, not the series. You know, well, and then you think about like Formula One too. They've got manufacturers that are like invested in that, like 
yes. essentially yep. kind of carry the sport. Like yeah. you've got Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari. Yeah, and that's like where names like that. And that's why I feel bad for Ryan B because Chevy is a big, you know, a big sponsor of his, and he's trying to draw them into this sport of ours. Yeah, yeah. You know what so I mean? So you try to get Chevy. Like when was the last time Chevy was relevant? In short course. I mean, was that like with Jamie Flannery, yeah, Jack, Flannery Jack Flannery, the Chevy Thunder days? Yeah, Chevy Thunder days. Yeah. So. Like even Toyota Racing, like they're only given to the Greeks. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like how can like, how can we become the NASCAR of off-road? You know, that that's the thing though too. Like you said, like Ferrari and Mercedes, like how can we get Chevy and Ford and all this other stuff to hone our unique tradition here our unique uh lifestyle one and maybe that's the thing too is like who's going to be the first and willing to to be to willingly separate themselves from everyone else and be like hey listen we're we're unique we're in this unique sport and it is a great sport you know what i mean we're like monster was you know doing the 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 crazy like uh you know live action stuff the rebels and then you know red bull was trying to like do the same thing too with all these crazy stunts and money and viral stuff and content so it's like who's willing to put that money into a short course and then make it like a content thing to show hey we're we're different we're not in this mainstream like you know f1 nascar thing well and and that's that's the crazy thing you say right there like red bull imagination land hosted by tyler burnham burnham burman burman you know, I mean, the production that they put into that little three-day weekend, or we'll say seven-day, seven days, is probably a million to two million dollar project right there. Yeah, and it's you great know, to watch. Yeah, like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Like, I fucking enjoy the fuck out of it. But could you yeah. imagine that type of money going into short course off-road? Yeah. Like, just crazy. Like, nuts. And yeah. and like I said, and I think Cran is doing a good job of what they're doing, but I think I think Cran needs to like help everyone else out. You know what I mean? In yeah. a sense, like yeah, you know, not take money away from Cran, but just say, hey, like wh- who's your contacts or whatever, or hey, Champ Off Road, this is what we're doing. What do you guys think? Yeah, you know. Um. But, well, no, do should, you uh you want to wrap it up? Uh yeah, I mean yeah, we're two hours. We can well, reach we'll, out to our to pro, Crazy Joe, yeah, Crazy, Crazy Joe, Joe next time. Yeah, because then, I, like I said, like we said, like we'll never know about the Pro Two scandal, if you will. You know, and we got the contact info. I mean, we'll we can. Ask him. I mean, so we can maybe, always reach out. So next episode, that that that's our goal is to reach out to Ryan Beat and uh, get our Pro Four champ on. Yeah, I mean, even even to give uh, Ryan like a platform, whether like it's his side or well, or not, just yeah. I mean, just he deserves him, a, a voice too. Exactly, have him explain. So, again, if you guys uh, have uh, listened this far, you know, thank you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much, and sorry for uh, being away and freezing and for that, a third time. We're all doing this. That's now. why we. That's why we got to wrap it up. He froze again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sorry about being away. Like we, you know, life happens life, you know, for us, we, we do this for free on our own time. And, and, you know, we try to try to make it work, try to get it out there. Um, but again, life happens. And then we're going to keep hopefully trying to do this as often as possible. Mm-hmm. New job now. So I, hope I can be remote and I can take a lunch break. 
(laughs) (laughs) and uh, do it throughout the day. So no, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for, uh, you know, tuning in. Um, And we will uh, talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. 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 Love you. Love you. This is how legends are made.